So the day before this snowstorm, all right? Yeah, 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 quotation marks, yeah. People went nuts, okay? The grocery stores, like, people were buying everything off the shelves, and it was crazy. People were like, this is snowmageddon. It's horrible. I think it snowed, like, six inches. But that's just, like, city, right? Like, did you... I don't... It was, like, people were... Oh, and you mean, like, the six inches? Yeah. Yeah, that was just the city. My parents got, like, 20-something inches. That's insane. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. No, there's a there's a picture um from a house like by Rochester that's just like covered in ice. Like like you have to see the picture, but it's yeah. It's just covered. But yeah, no, people were like people were like, "Yeah, take your computers home cuz like you're definitely not coming into work tomorrow. Like it's going to be the worst snow you've ever seen." Yeah. And it was it was nothing. Um I got let I I got to go home early from work because we had I mean nowhere near what like the East Coast had but we had our own kind of like lake lake effect snow I think is what the uh, term is <clears throat> Sure sure and uh I looked outside at one point and I just couldn't see anything it was just white See the thing I learned from my semester in Chicago is you guys are too good at cleaning up snow like they the plows work too well in Chicago. I I'm gonna beg to differ on this particular. Was it Tuesday morning? Yeah, I was totally shuffling to work. Like nothing had been sh- anything. So like you see like the morning rush of like people like just doing like the penguin shuffle like trying to get everywhere and like not falling like an asshole. Oh. Okay, I re- I remember very very clearly. I was there on what was at the time the fifth largest snowstorm in Chicago history, and I had class that day. Did we still have class that day? Yeah, I took That's a public so bus <laughs> I took a pu- to get there. Nice. Um, they shut down the MTA uh, above ground. Uh, oh my yesterday, god! Like, like preemptively, yeah, and then it was like. It was it was gross. Don't get me wrong. Like I was For glad sure. not to go to work, but um, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Yeah. So, but people went nuts. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. My brother sent me. He's in upstate, so he got hit pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, and he sent me a picture the day before from the grocery store, and it was like this huge line. And he was like, "I'm not even the back of this line." Like, mm-hmm. people were just no, I didn't. grabbing everything. I didn't mess around with it. But what's funny is we were supposed to get hit, like, harder than upstate. Um, and then God was like, ha-ha. Changed it. Teresa, Teresa and I watched uh, Day After Tomorrow as, like, a <laughs> documentary preparation for, like, what our future will be like. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? No. It's bonkers. You should watch it. It's it's fun. What? I feel like there were a lot of those movies that came out like all at once about the world ending. Who was in this one? I can't uh, even. Uh, Dennis Quaid, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, what happens? Is Emmy there Rossman? Rossum? Emmy Rossum? 
Okay. Uh, what happens? Well, what's what like what doesn't what's, happen? Well, just tell me like what is the natural disaster we're dealing with? Is it global warming? Is it yeah? So it's, okay. it's global. It is global warming. Uh, it all happens over the course of like a week to two weeks, um, and basic, and then like it's fine. Like spoiler alert. Like at the end, global warming is solved. Um, basically, the Earth has like one big hissy fit, and then it's like all right. We are ready to move on. Um, But, yeah, like, it starts, there's, like, five simultaneous tornadoes in L.A., and then there's, like, this huge tsunami in New York, and then the temperature starts dropping, like, 10 degrees every second in New York um, to the point where it's, like, negative a gajillion degrees. Um, Yeah. It's um That was riveting, Jason. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just realized that you you were describing the plot today after tomorrow for like over thirty seconds. I mean, yeah, I saved people about two hours of their lives. So But you said I should watch it still. I should still no, watch you should, it. You should definitely watch this movie. It's a it's preparation. I mean, that's why I watched The Walking Dead. Um because mm-hmm. I'm same same concept. I guess that's true. I legitimately like. There's kind of two fantasies that I can't really like get out of my head. I I truly feel like somehow Harry Potter is real. Sure. <laughs> and I also like feel like The Walking Dead is gonna be real within a matter of like months. And like mm-hmm. I legitimately am like okay like when this happens. Like my friend and I have an escape. Like we know where we meet up to get out of the city if shit goes bonkers. Right. That's, that's that's applicable to just like the climate of the world too though. Okay, but so in this fake science movie that we watched, uh-huh. full, fully acknowledging that I would bet that 0% of it is factual science. Right. The whole idea of it is that like the earth's weather weather patterns will get more and more crazy until one day it's just like insanity and like that's what it's felt like recently. So, it's probably true. Damn, you can <laughs> Yep, do it. <laughs> do it. I was already there. Do it. You can learn so much from movies. Bam. A plus segue. I mean, you can't. God. Even, you know. We couldn't have written that any better. So here's what's up, right? Like, I'm going to unsegue and then we'll get back into it. But I love yeah, Adam. I love Adam Lambert. Um, I, lo- I love Adam Lambert. Uh, yeah, I heard what you said, but oh. where did that come from? <laughs> no, I'm about to tell you why. Because oh, okay. I was listening to a concert, like a Queen Adam Lambert concert today, and it was like mm-hmm. a New Year's Eve thing. And so this is like between songs, and Adam's like, I don't know about you all, but in 2016, I want to find somebody to love. And I was like, you know, <laughs> there's no way in hell I could do that with like a straight face and like not no. think I was the worst. No. Um, but he wholeheartedly meant it, and you know what? He's perfect. But there's anyway. something cheesy about segues. <laughs> like um, I don't there, know. <laughs> there's, there's, it's a different. Oh my goodness! Uh, to re, to re- rewind the segue a little bit, uh-huh. <laughs> I saw in a subway station this week yeah. a Segway police officer accidentally crash into a group of Norwegian tourists. That should beautiful. that would be a viral video if you could get that tape. I know. I asked him. I was like, "Hey, can we do that again?" Yeah. Um, and, and he was like, "No." He was like, "No." So fun. But anyway, but you, uh, you can learn. You can learn a lot from movies, from movies. about society uh, <laughs> and your place in it. 
Um, why would you say that, Emily? What, what prompted you to say that? Well, I think it relates a lot to the documentary we watched this week, which is called mm. Chuck Norris versus Communism. Uh, and I, I have a few things to say at the top. Oh, a, hit me with them. A, uh, similar lesson to learn, like from the, in the Wolf Pack. I yes, saw. Yes, I was the. Yes. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this- yeah, stylistically, um, similar to uh, uh, Man on Wire. In terms of Ooh, dramatization yes. and yes, and uh, European, and yes. three, we have not. Dis- I have. We have no reactions from each other on this yet at all. So, like, None. hot take, Jason Kasman, what you? We both went in blind. How did you feel mm-hmm. about it? Okay, first of all, shocked that it was all in Romanian. Definitely, um, you have to read this one, folks. You have was, to read this one. Teresa, Teresa was like, "I'll." Teresa was like, "I'll sit next to you and I'll read my book, and then like if I, I'll listen to it, and if I get pulled into it, then I'll stop reading my book." And like two seconds in, I was like, "I don't think you're gonna be pulled into this one." I was. So, it was funny because it's called Chuck Norris versus Communism, which sounds right. like the most American approach to like an other world's problem. And, exactly. and yet, yeah, no, you got to read it. But I did uh, so yeah, it's, it's okay. It's entirely in Romanian. That was a shock to me. Yes. I would say this was good. I think you are so right that this is a combination of the Wolfpack and um, Man on Wire. I didn't, I didn't remember Man on Wire specifically, but uh, you're 100% right about that. I think that its message was a little bit cliche which is why we were able to wrap it up in a segue but it was nice and it felt good and i had a fun time with it yes and there was a lot of there was a lot of little pieces where i was like "Ooh, that's so fun but um, yeah i was actually i was what's your what's your hot take i uh i was shocked at how much i liked it uh it Mm -hmm. i i knew nothing going into it and i thought it was going to be corny but I, i don't know it was fun like man on wire to me it's it had like this romantic feel to yeah, it definitely. um and i thought the dramatization was so cool okay so maybe we should this is what this movie's about so this is about uh communist romania and uh during the height of this regime uh tv and like media acts i think and i think this is like 80s 70s 80s is that i think late 80s that's, is what they said all right because that's what the the films felt like but anyway so you can only get like like two channels and it was like government uh media so like right and i think i may have i may have missed this i I may be wrong but i think they said it was like two hours a day oh you know no you're absolutely right it yeah i know i am no (laughs) i had a feeling wow um so so they had no access to to television or anything at all they were very very uh cut off so in an uh 80s uh drug smuggling movie effect Mm-hmm. This documentary uh, shows you what like the underground world of film was like and how people mm-hmm. would uh, dub American films and do little showings of them, but it had to be totally underground because it was hella illegal. And uh, it basically led to the takedown of the regime. Right. And it was kind of <laughs> it was it was cool to see the things that were important to them in these American movies, where it was like, you know, so they're living in a depressed communist country. Uh, you know, everything is rationed. Uh, they, uh, d- everyone's poor, um, mm-hmm. like uh, intentionally so. The government makes it that way. And so they're watching these movies and like, 
the most interesting things jump out to them, like the the fact that the grocery stores have food in them, um, or the yes. fact that um, there was you know, a buffet, or, or the, or the fashions, right? The, exactly. Yeah. Um, and you can understand, you know, why for the government, like you don't want you want to suppress this. You don't want the people to know that they they could have it better in the Western world. Right. But at the same time, you see like why it's so romantic. I think is the word you used. Yeah. To, for for these people to like. have dreams all of a sudden about other worlds yeah well and they got to even just daydream like when you get nothing to be creative off of or like imagine off of like how where where do you take that so the fact that they were saying (laughs) i remember they pointed out seeing a lamborghini was like we would never see that here like that's not a thing that that you have here or you know getting to watch like back to the future and like time travel and like shit like that like there was just like it's crazy. They just had no access to it. And this was a time before even, like, internet, you know? Right, so it's exactly. like, you know, we take for granted how easy it is for us to, like, get sucked in. And it's like, they had zero access to that. Like, well, and a huge part of it was, it must have been early 90s because it was on VHS. Right. But a huge, a huge part of it was that they were smuggling in these VHS tapes. And it was like, um, I mean, we don't have to go into the specifics exactly but basically there was like a, a, this one guy who had a hub of like 400 v- vcrs where he was running a video mill basically yeah. repro- reproducing vhs's for the entire country so everyone was watching bootlegs of bootlegs of bootlegs um and like the quality was shitty and like you were sitting in someone's apartment and watching on a tiny television but just the fact that you had the, like this window into the outside world was was enough for people which i thought was just super cool yeah i loved it and like how funny that it's like their rebellion was watching movies yeah like that was was so yeah so one thing i was thinking about is how like so similar so wolfpack is also like a documentary about like the power of movies totally uh and i was thinking about how like skewed a view i guess of the world we're gonna we're getting by by learning about the world through documentaries right totally like, and and like how in books fictional and non-fiction but like in books the characters always love books you know like in kids books especially like the kids growing up are like for they love books and they books have changed their life and they find yeah. refuge in books and like in movies the kids love movies and like they find refuge in movies and like the their safe spaces in movies but that's like not necessarily you know that's just what people like to make movies about you know what i mean yeah i just thought that was it was uh a, it's a funny thing that this is the second documentary which is like movies save my life yeah um <laughs> i also felt uh an element of like inception in this movie and mm-hmm. i also felt like this whole the whole thing could have been a one big bit because um so a big fixture of this whole era is the woman who does the voiceover work. Right, which is awesome, by the way. It's literally there's like one, well, there's two people, yeah. but there's one woman who it, does the whole thing. I think she said she did over 3,000 movies. And it's cool, too, because like for all of these people who watched the movies, they know her voice as being like what a movie is. Like yeah. movies for them sound like her. Yeah, and I liked how the one guy was like, she. I don't see her as, like, 
a, a figure per se, but like just this presence and like this right. representation. And I'm like, God, that's so cool. Um, well, and it was it was funny too because they were like, at some point, there's a second person who started doing the voiceovers, and people were like, "Who's this? Guy? Yeah, like this isn't what movies are. Like, what, bring her back." Sorry, but you were saying Inception. Right. Okay. So I don't know. This whole this whole movie is like just there's a lot of voiceovers, you know, yes. and I'm just like. Are they actually saying what they're telling me they're saying? Oh or am God. I being censored? Did you not Whoa. do that? No, but oh. that's crazy. Oh, I wanted no. to, like, vomit. I was like, what if this is just, like, a big, like, fuck I, you bit? I did not think about that at all. Yeah. Ever. Not a once. But now that you say it, I love the documentary you've just pitched. <laughs> right? <laughs> just, Just like this, like... I don't know. I'm like, they could be talking about, like, anything. And they're just writing, like, whatever words they wanted to write. (laughs) I would love that as, like, a 10-minute documentary. Yeah. Um, But um, at this length, I would be so angry at the whole thing. Yeah. I think it's funny that you you, you said Inception, because I obviously, I didn't think you were going to bring up this conspiracy theory, but I thought it was interesting how the whole thing felt so much like a crime movie. There was a lot... There was a lot of, like, bank heisty feel, which also is kind of like Man on Wire. Oh, I felt like we were watching, like, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> like, not mm, that graphic, yeah. but, like, that, like, that, like, intense. Because it definitely made me think about, like, Capone days. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, this underground world and, like, even the, the um, police force was, like, corrupt with men that wanted to please their children and their wives with, with movies and stuff. And I'm like, damn, like... You got people on the inside turning. Exactly. That's the thing is like, it's it's interesting the ways at which, uh, what's his name? Zafir? Zamir? Zafir, I think. Zamfir? The, the guy at the center of the whole VHS ring um, played the government like on itself and like was able to get enough inside people who needed to watch movies uh, so that they wouldn't rat him out. Like that was mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah, because even the woman who did the voiceover, like, she kept getting called in for, like, questioning, and she was like, I don't know why they never, like, actually did anything, like, and that's why. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was surprised that everyone knew her name, and I wonder if they knew her name at the time. Do you oh, know what I mean? Everyone, like, if it was like, this is I'll, voiced I'll... over by... Right, so, like, all of the, um, all the people talking in the documentary who had like grown up on her movies spoke about her like by full name. They were like, Oh, Arena Nistor did this. Arena Nistor did that. Like I love Arena Nistor for this and that and the other thing. But, um, I wonder if they knew her name at the time or there was, she's like became famous later. I, yeah, I don't know if we like learned that. Yes. Here's my favorite part. Okay. Of the movie. Um, this woman is, you know, fighting censorship in her own way. She's using her voiceovers to take down evil, uh-huh. but but when a swear word comes oh across that screen, <laughs> Jason, she will not. Jason, say it. get the hell out of here! <laughs> oh my god, she she the these are clips that you should you should watch on your own because we won't be able to recreate them well enough here. But literally, 
anytime there's a swear word, she's just like, get the hell out. Yeah. Like, no matter what the context is, whether it makes sense or it doesn't, she won't say the swear word. And it's so endearing and beautiful <laughs> and, and there wonderful. There was, my favorite one was, um, someone was called, like, I think a piece of shit. And I believe she said, you like piece of bacon fat or something mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I'm like okay <laughs> sure I mean the, the best in my mind is someone says so someone says like I love you uh, I'm thinking about you and I want to fuck you and she translated it to I love you I'm thinking about you and get the yeah. hell out of here <laughs> no I'm so glad you brought that up because that definitely made me laugh but it's it's fun too because it's like I don't know well, so first of all, like, definitely the people who were watching knew what she was doing. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of a cool thing where it's, like, there was that kind of, like, personal, homemade quality to what was going on. Um, and, like, they knew that she was censoring things for her own sake. Uh, and I, thought, I think that's so fun and weird. Yeah. I also thought, so, again, this one had, like, a lot of dramatization, and it felt very much like a crime movie. And um, mm-hmm. I thought watching, like, the government censor cartoons was fascinating because it was, like... Yeah. It, I don't know. The, the fact that they censored... Uh, I think it was, like, Looney Tunes because the balloons were the color of the Romanian flag. Yeah, I don't remember if it was Looney Tunes, It but was yeah. the one with the... It, no, it wasn't because it, it was, was the Russian. Coyote. That was the whole point. Oh, maybe not. I thought it was the. Coyote. It was a Russian. It was a Russian cartoon, right? Um, and it may. I think it may have been a Russian ripoff of Looney Tunes, um, but then there was like there was like wolf, and then a rabbit went by with um, the Romanian with balloons that happened to be the color of the Romanian, which flag. are primary I colors. Were, I just want to point right, out, right? Like exactly. that's the standard were, blue, yellow, yes. red. Um, and they were like, no, we can't have that because it'll show that uh, Russia is dominant over Romania or whatever. Um, which that must be an interesting job, <laughs> right? Being be, like, it's kind of like have you ever you've you've been in like film classes, right? Where like people, uh, like pretentious people critique shit. Like, I like no, not really. I never took film. No? I wish I had taken film. Oh no, it's the worst. I mean, I'm sure. People are like, oh, well, he only covers the right half of the screen, and the right side is the dominant part of the screen, and him and a him and a him and a. It's garbage. But that's <laughs> basically, basically, it's like that, except for with a communist twang. Right. I wondered though. I wondered though with those dramatizations, like how real they were, um, and like, you know, obviously, it, it seems like Arena was um, was present for those meetings um where they were censoring like cartoons and stuff but i wondered how accurate those were yeah i don't know i mean i assume i assume fairly realistic though if she was actually there i thought they were pretty specific examples but and she probably like um was a what's that word consultant yes so to speak yes this one, so like you said, lots of dramatizations. Um, we're starting to push the boundaries on what we're going to allow to be a documentary. Okay. 
No, I mean it was this. This was I don't. I think this was on the right side of the line. I guess it's. I guess it's different. This. This one and Man on Wire are stories. It's. It's purely mm. storytelling. Like, mm-hmm. which is cool. But I think yeah, they. They are separate from. Because it, I don't know, I'm going to say romantic again, and I'm sorry. But, like, to me, that's, like, what these two are different I, from everything. I accept your apology. <laughs> like, I saw, oh, God, it's fine. But, like, but, but, so, but the other what? ones. What? No, no, no. No, no, no. No, I'm just. Embrace, <laughs> lean into I the am. feeling. What is no. it? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they tell them very, like, in a compelling storytelling way. It's one continuous story versus something like small living tiny houses something where it's like a bunch of like fragmented things and it's just kind of like the facts but like this just they both had a lot of emotion in them hot take do you prefer these story driven ones more than the ones about small houses sure what (laughs) why did you say it like that that's how i answer sometimes that's how i talk okay i think i i think i'm compelled to agree it's just, it's fun. I don't know. And, and uh, maybe it is a skewed uh, point of view from, like, hard facts. But, I don't know, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of this, like, this huge underground uh, operation being literally to watch, like, Rambo. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, and it, it's, it's interesting, like, when you, the idea that, like, these people have, you know, close to nothing. And, like, that this is the thing that they're wor- willing to fight for, kind of, uh is movies i don't know that's a, it's a fun thing and you want i wonder like if i'm in the same situation like what's the thing that i want bootlegs of like is it movies do i need to watch 30 rock i don't know it's kind of repetitive wow are you saying like are you saying if uh we were cut off from media Right. What's your like? What's your? You know how you, people say like, "What's your uh, desert island?" Like, what's the three things you have in a desert island? Like, what what's the thing you have in communist Romania? Oh, probably my friends' uh, series. Oh, not um, not your friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I, I thought. Wait a minute. Okay, I thought. I thought we were picking like. I thought we were picking. Let the record show. <laughs> Emily Toby is trapped in communist Romania, and she chooses the friends, the late nineties NBC sitcom over her actual friends. That's okay, fine. Here's what. No, no need to. No need to. No need to correct that. I thought. I thought we were playing the game of like what, like. TV or movie, yeah, you wouldn't. It's, well, it's no, too late. my we normal, my normal friends, of course. I wasn't I even would... convincing. No, no. <laughs> Chandler, Chandler is my real friend. Have you seen <clears throat> uh, the People versus OJ? Yeah. No. Wait. 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 Slow hold. Okay. <laughs> is that the real documentary one, or is that the one that Ryan Murphy? That's did? the one on. Th- that's the one on FX that has the guy from Friends in it. Oh, David Schwims. I met him. Mm-hmm. Why? Because my grandma knew his him and his mom. So I, wow. I know. It was, very, it was very cool. But yes, he was. He played uh, Rob Kardashian. He, he did. But it was very weird because it just seemed Ross. like he was playing. 
Yeah. I know. It's it like, Ross, you got yourself in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much thing. how I felt about it. John Travolta was the real performance uh, winner for hey, me. Is that his real face? No, that's what that's what special effects and acting can do for your face. Okay. I was pretty <laughs> I was pretty sure it was not his real face, but um, about halfway through I got worried. Uh, yeah. But back to the matter at hand. Sorry. Uh, uh, Segway, uh, that's a television show uh, which you could put on a VHS and smuggle into a Romanian country. Speaking of smuggling, um, we watched a documentary. I don't know. I tried. No, it's cool. Um, no, I, <laughs> uh, I think it's cool that they smuggled videos and movies. Um, I think the time period is interesting because the 80s were a time of, like, action-packed, heroic movies. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. what that's why, I mean, Chuck Norris was obviously so key. Yeah. I, I There was a lot less Chuck Norris in this time. There was a lot more Al Pacino. Yes. Yes, there was. And um, Rambo. They talked about Rambo a lot. Yeah. Which is um, Sylvester Stallone? I was going to say Al Pacino, but, like, they're kind of all the same. I know, it's hard. Al Pacino is, say hello to my little friend. Right. Not to be confused with say hello to my little friends, which is an episode of Friends. The one where they watch Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I think it's, I think Rambo is... Potentially Sylvester Stallone. I I'm not gonna argue with you. I, I'm sure you're right. I I've not seen as many of those movies as I should have. Like I've seen the Terminator no. and all that, but like those like I I've not seen as many as I want to. Yeah, no, actually, I was thinking that. Whereas like a lot of these like very iconic movies, I've never seen Dirty Dancing. I know it's iconic, um, and they talked about that one's it. Cute. Um, I haven't seen either Rambo films. I've never seen Chuck Norris in anything. Same. I've never seen. Uh, I've never seen Rocky. Oh, any, that's any Sylvester of the, Any of the Rockies. Oh, I thought that one was Al Pacino. People are gonna hate us. No. Like if Ryan Kenny listens to this episode, Ryan, I hope oh, you're listening. Gosh. Uh, and your head has exploded already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rocky. That's played by Adam Sandler. Yeah. Early Adam. <laughs> early Adam Sandler. No, but uh, Rocky also is like. Again, coming from a person who's never seen the movie, isn't that about like an American beating up a communist? It's not like, well, that's what that is. I I uh I got nothing. I might be thinking of Dumbo. I don't know. In one of those, one of those movies is about America beating up communism. True. In conclusion. Yes. No, I don't know. I didn't actually have a conclusion no. there. I I I th- it was. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. Same. Coming from, given that I had no idea what it was going to be at all, it was still better than what I what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. No, I thought it was. I thought it was cool. Told a nice story. Is beautiful. I thought it. I don't know. I thought it was shot mm, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that it was done on actual film, but like it felt like it. It felt had that tactile vibe. If you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. And am I wrong that they looked at the camera? Well, they were usually in groups, but they mm. were looking mm. a lot at the camera. That's an interesting thing you point out, though, the fact that they were usually in groups. That's something we haven't seen so much of. Um, like, and I I think it 
sometimes work. Did you notice there was the one lady who never spoke and her husband spoke the whole time? No. When you inevitably go back to watch it to make sure that I'm right, right there was a couple where the woman never spoke, never spoke, and I assume she did speak in at some point. Um, yeah. Right. But, uh, all right. I thought I don't know. I thought it could have been a reference to something. It was good times. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. Would watch again. Would yeah. Watch again. He's, yeah. I would too, especially maybe when I'm in a little more of a reading mood. Yeah, you can't passively then, listen to it. They for real don't dub it in English. You got to read it. So just straight up straight no up English. No English words except for fuck you. They say fuck you, and there's a you know there's a couple of English words, but I mean that's how that's how life works. We always have we just always throw in some English. Words. I particularly enjoyed when they would say motherfucker. I don't know why, but I was like, mm-hmm. you guys can say motherfucker like so well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So do you want to know what we're watching next yeah. week? Well, let me tell you. This is a documentary that I have skipped past on Netflix multiple times. I think my sister recommended it to me. Um, and I've thought about doing it a couple times after she recommended it, and I've passed it up. Um, I think now might be the time that I stop passing okay. it. Uh, it's called Some, S-O-M-M. <gasps> I have also passed this numerous times. I'm, mm-hmm. in, I'm on board. Uh, some, I believe, is short for, like, sommelier. Mm-hmm. Uh the people who know a lot about wine basically this is about wine tasters uh and the bs lifestyle they live um i'm right i'm i think it's gonna be fun it should be a good one uh let's talk for a quick second about uh about our podcast okay. we we uh do it every week true uh one documentary 100 weeks that's the whole plan you can Listen to all of our episodes. We're, they're all on Tumblr. Most of them are on uh, are on iTunes. Although s- recently, some of them have uh, disappeared, have vanished. So if you know anything about that, go ahead and shoot us an email at postdocpodcast at gmail dot com. But we're on Tumblr, postdocpodcast dot uh, uh, tumblr dot com. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're on Twitter. We are not on MySpace <laughs> yet. Yes. yes. But things could always change. True. Um, we, uh, we're also on Podbean and Stitcher and probably other places. Uh, if you find us someplace else, let yeah. us know. Um, that's our. We're not sponsored by anyone. If you'd like to sponsor us, please do. Um, we happily will send you our Venmo account information. Uh, and that'll be, that'll be that. Sweet. I have a quote. Good. Um, as you know, this uh, this uh, documentary centers around Romania. Uh, it also centers around um, communism. Uh, I wasn't able to find a quote about Romania and communism, uh, but I was able to find a quote about Romania by the late great vice president joseph biden joseph biden said in his uh his most beautiful joseph biden voice romania 
can be a linchpin in delivering gas to its neighbors and even become an energy exporter for its neighbors across documentaries and podcasts. Wow. Joseph Biden, everyone.